A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, If the world hates you, realize that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, the world will love its own. But because you do not belong to the world, and I chosen you out of the world, the world hates you. Remember the word I spoke to you. No slave is greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. And they will do all these things to you on account of my name, because they do not know the one who sent me. Jesus today is telling us that the world will hate us, because he also hated him. But what is the world in St. John's Gospel? The world in St. John's Gospel means three things, but in this particular passage means only one thing. Three things. What are these three things? The world means earth and heaven created by God, the cosmos, the creation that is organized, that is beautiful, and in this sense world is a positive uh, uh, world. The world is also the part of humanity that is not redeemed and in this sense is negative and this is precisely the meaning of the word the world in this context. And then also the world means humanity, the one that is redeemed by Christ and in other passages is said that God sent his son to save the world. But in this particular passage, world means the, the part of humanity that, that, is, uh, that refused to God, that is attached to the pleasure of the earth and forgets God and is pagan. And um, Jesus is telling us that this world will hate us, will hate us, will, uh, will want to destroy us. And by the way, I found a letter that is wonderful that I would like to share with you. It's a letter to Dionysus. It's a letter written in the second century to a pagan uh, by a Christian, and it's an exposition of Christianity. But it's so beautiful that I wanted to share with you to let you know what the Christians are in the world. And uh, this uh, letter describes them very well. I want to read to you only a few passages, but I advise you to read the whole, the whole letter, because it's really, really beautiful. Christians are indistinguishable from other men, either by nationality, language or customs. They do not inhabit separate cities of their own. Their teaching is not based upon reveries inspired by the curiosity of men. Unlike some other people, they champion no purely human doctrine. With regard to dress, food and manner of life in general, they follow the customs of whatever city they happen to be living in, whether it is Greek or foreign, and yet there is something extraordinary about their lives. They live in their own countries as though they were only passing through. They play their full role as citizens, but labor under all the disability of aliens. Any country can be their homeland, but for them, their homeland, wherever it may be, is a foreign country. 
Like adults, they marry and have children, but they do not expose them. They share their meals, but not their wives. They live in the flesh, but they are not governed by the desires of the flesh. They pass the day, their days upon earth, but they are citizens of heaven. Christians love all men, but all men persecute them. Condemned because they are not understood, they are put to death, but raised to life again. They live in poverty, but they enrich many. They are totally destitute, but possess an abundance of everything. They are defamed, but vindicated. For the good they, 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 do they receive the punishment of malefactors, but even then they rejoice as though receiving the gifts of life. To speak in general terms, we may say that the Christian is to the world what the soul is to the body. As the soul is present in every part of the body while remaining distinctive from it, so Christians are found in all the cities of the world but cannot be identified with the world. As the visible body contains the invisible soul, so Christians are seen living in the world but their religious life remains unseen. The body hates the soul and wars against it, not because of any injury the soul has done it, but because of the restriction the soul places on its pleasures. Similarly, the world hates the Christians, not because they have done it any wrong, but because they are opposed to its enjoyments. Christians love those who hate them, just as the soul loves the body and all its members despite the body's hatred. It is by the soul enclosed within the body that the body is held together, and similarly it is by the Christians detained in the world as in the prison that the world is held together. The soul, though immortal, have a mortal dwelling place and Christians also live for a time amid perishable things, while awaiting the freedom from change and decay that will be theirs in heaven. As the soul benefits from deprivation of food and drink, so Christians flourish under persecution. Such is the Christian's lofty and divinely appointed function, from which he is not permitted to excuse himself. So beautiful. So may this letter inspire our behavior and may this letter be uh, reflected on uh, with, uh, with love and with grace. Have a great day.